Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Mrs. Lundell, I do believe. <laughs> oh, it's you. Yeah, hello, Anne. Might well, you think some strange man was trying to pick you up? Well, yes. I wondered who was pulling at my coat sleeve. Well, how are you? How's the family? Oh, fine. Usual spring cold. How's everything at your house? Honestly, since you people moved, I just never drop in as often as I used to. What's new? Oh, nothing much. Oh, a little bit of news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just sold a story for $200. No. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, didn't know you could write? Oh, well, I always liked it when I was in college. And you know how it is. One of those things you're always trying to get your hand at again when when you get the time, you know. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> uh, well, I was sort of goaded into it, really. Aunt Effie, I guess it was, saw the story contest in a magazine. 25 prizes of $1,000 each. thousand $1,000? I thought you said you got 200. Well, that's, that's right. I did. After all my work, it didn't get mailed in in time. But the editors liked it, it seems. Anyway, so I got a letter, and they said they were fascinated with my <laughs> unusual adventure and wanted to buy it at their usual standard rate. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> yeah. What did you write about? Oh, well, actually, it was a very simple account of a three-day hike I took alone in the foothills of the Rockies when I was about 14. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much to it, really, but I... I guess the magazine people liked it. Oh, of course. Congratulations. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And drop out to the house sometime, you and Jack. We will. So, you know, in fact, I think I'll drop out this afternoon. After all, the wife of every successful writer should be congratulated, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
1957, the Russians published 130 million books for distribution throughout the free world. These books are full of communist propaganda and lies about our country. More of these books are being printed all the time, and many are being distributed free. We can help to counteract this vicious campaign by sending our own books, books with the true facts, to these same nations. Pick out a few books from your own collection, something perhaps by Mark Twain or Ernest Hemingway. If they're in good condition and have hard covers, send them to Books from America, Box 1960, Washington 13, D.C. You'll be aiding our people-to-people program by bringing the truth to an interested reader or student abroad through the gift of a book. Maybe in addition to works of literature, you have a recent American history book or an up-to-date geography. Send that along, too. Do your bit to combat communist propaganda. Send your books to Books from America, Box 1960, Washington 13, D.C. Nice you dropped yes. in. Haven't seen you for ages, Anne. Well, you probably wouldn't have seen me today, except that I bumped into your husband on the street, and he told me all about it. All about what? Oh, come now. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the story he wrote and sold for $200. Oh. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh dear. Is he running around telling everybody? Well, why not? Goodness knows I would. Well, I, I just meant, you know. Well, aren't you proud of him? Yes, yes, it's wonderful. Well, how's your family, Anne? Oh, fine. Just, just the usual spring clothes. Uh, goodness, here, here we offer some coffee, Anne. Effie, and no cup. Oh. I'll go get one. You take sugar, too, don't you, Anne? Yes, just a little. All right. Hey, what's the matter with her? Jack had written something and sold it. I'd be just bursting to tell everybody all about it. She acted so funny. Well, <laughs> we're both feeling a little sheepish about it. About what? Well, it's really pretty funny, but we haven't told him because we were afraid he wouldn't think it was so funny. <laughs> you see, his story really wasn't right. I mean, for this pulp magazine. They like exciting adventure things. So, <laughs> we doctored it up a little bit before we sent it in. Well, what in the world do you mean? Oh, we had more fun doing it. We had him exploring him in Himalayas with blizzards and avalanches. Oh, no. Well, things we seem to be out of sugar, but I found a little bit, Anne. I'm sorry. Oh, blizzards and avalanches. Yes. <laughs> Anne Effie, what are you telling Anne? Oh, tell you what really happened. Oh. And of course, Anne, we never dreamt anything would come of it. We, we... We even had him capturing an abominable snowman almost. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's terribly funny. Well, I'm sorry. It doesn't strike me funny at all anymore. Oh, now, don't lose your sense of humor. Well, he is taking it very seriously as he thinks we sent his original story in, and that is what's sold. But I don't well. understand it. How would any magazine possibly buy anything so absurd? Oh, that magazine, Anne. I mean, they have things like, I was crown king of a cannibal tribe, or something, and another one is, I saw a live dinosaur or something, wasn't no. it? We had him see this mysterious, abominable snowman. <laughs> well, now, let's talk about something else. I want to forget the whole thing. And, Anne, don't you say a word about this to anybody now. But he's bound to find out. No, he isn't. Those magazines never put the author's name on. No. Why? I don't know, but they don't. And if my husband ever finds out... I'm believe... surprised you didn't tell him. Oh, we oh. started to, yes. but he was so furious to think we might even have changed one word of his story. Oh, yes, <laughs> you know how writers are, Anne. Mm. Now, let's please talk of something else. It is over and done with. Mm. One good thing has come out of this. He is now inspired to sit down and write. I hope he'll write something decent. Mm. He has certainly always wanted to, hasn't he? Yes, yes, you're right, dear. Mm -hmm. It has inspired him, and that's good. As I always say, something good comes out of everything. <laughs> oh, my true. heavens. Is it 430? I was supposed yes, to pick Marjorie yes. up at the dentist. Oh. oh, excuse me for running. Thanks for the coffee and cookies. Delicious. Oh, oh, thank you. I'll be glad to give you my recipe. 
Nice you dropped in. And, and by the way, and uh, don't tell anybody about this, you know, story business. Why, Why, no, darling. Now, who would I tell? Well, I mean, not even Jack. There are some things we have to keep even from husbands, aren't there? <laughs> Such as how much you really paid for fixing a fender on the new car. Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> goodbye, Anne. Well, goodbye. Drop in again. Yep. What was that about a new fender? Oh, Anne got it. Hmm? I wish you'd never said anything to her, Aunt Effie. Of all people, you might as well broadcast it as tell her anything. Oh, she seems very nice. Well, she she thanked me for the cookies, and I can remember your friend Myra never even mentioned my chocolate cake. Well, do me a favor and stop talking to anybody about all this story business and what we did. It was funny at the time, and we had fun. We were being ridiculous yeah. because we never dreamt anything would come of it, but it's like all practical jokes. They're funny until somebody gets hurt. Well, who got hurt? Well, nobody so far, mm. I hope. Now, let's start dinner. The author in the family phoned. He'll be home early. He feels inspired to start writing the great American novel tonight. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. no, let's see, let's see. I don't know what to... Oh, golly, I never knew. Yes, yes, yes. Come in, come in, come in. Honey, yeah, look, I'm, I'm awful sorry, darling, but there is one thing we have got to establish right now, and I don't mean to hurt your feelings. But if I am going to spend my evenings trying to write, I have to have absolute peace and quiet now. I cannot be disturbed. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Well, I, I know you keep I know, saying dear, that, but I know, I... dear, but I just wanted to say one thing, and I don't want to hurt your feelings, but... Well, Anne stopped in this afternoon, and, well, dear, I don't think you ought to go around, you know, kind of telling everybody about, you know, selling the story. And, well, uh, why? Well, because it sounds kind of, you know, bragging, or, you know. Oh, well, so. maybe, maybe you're right, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Maybe it'd be better if I waited until I write something really good, mm. sort of knock them over, yes. huh? When I get on the bestseller list, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, how are you doing? Well, okay, good. I guess. Oh, good. Oh, oh, oh. I know here, you're coming here. Huh? Sure, since you did interrupt me. Yeah? Uh, here, do, this what? is an affidavit. I want you and Aunt Effie to sign, if you will. Affidavit about what? Yeah, well, I got to thinking today that it was funny. You know, the magazine publishers didn't send me the check in that letter. Uh -huh. So I looked in the envelope again, you know, that they sent. Uh -huh. And here, I, I found this thing. What is it? All I have to sign is swearing that my story is true and get two witnesses to sign it and then send it back, and then they'll mail me the check. Swearing your story is true? Well, sure, you know, it's customary procedure. It says so right here. Well... What's the matter with you? Well, nothing. Nothing. I... This, well, I, it's just that your story was about a hike you took when you were 14, and, well, I mean, dear, I, I didn't even know you when you were 14. I mean, I can't, I, I don't feel that I should sign my name to a lie. Oh, that's what, that's what I mean. It just... Now, don't get that way, will you? I told you it was true. Well, I know, but well, I don't just... Well, so darn fussy, and I'm giving you the $200 towards your trip to Europe. Go on now, will you? Go on now. I'm busy writing. Get out of here. You and Effie, and Effie sign it and bring it back to me. Hurry up. Look, don't you want the $200? We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Let me live in a house far away from the road where the cars race madly by. The driver's good and the driver's bad and lots of them worse than I. 
I often sit in the driver's seat and travel wherever I can. But living with horsepower out on the road, I've had it from friendly man. I see as I look down the crowded road, the haste-haunted highway of life, the road hogs, the mad dogs, the tired and the tense, the youngster, the man, and the wife. I know I can't hide by the side of the road. I must fit in the traffic plan. But, brother, I drive prepared for the worst. I don't trust that other man. I know there are pleasures and profits ahead as well as the things to beware. That there's room for patience and common sense and plenty of time for care. I'll try not to stick out my bumper or chin as the human race speeds by. I'll drive along as a friend to man. Well, anyhow, I'll try. Oh, I just don't know what to do again, Effie. I really don't when you oh. consider that ridiculous story we sent, and we can't possibly sign an affidavit swearing it's true. No. I guess you better tell him the truth. But he'll be so disappointed. Oh, I know. After he gets over being mad. <laughs> then he'll feel we've made a fool of him, for which I couldn't blame him. But worst of all, he'll lose all this inspiration for writing, which he has wanted to do for years. Yes. But even so, dear, I have a feeling that if you don't tell him, something even worse might happen. Mm. Such as? Well... What if the magazine should write him another letter and ask him if he got any pictures of the abominable snowman oh. that they could use for illustrations? Oh, good heavens. Mm. Yes. And they might very mm. easily. They mm -hmm. do think... Well, that settles it. Come on. Let's brave the lion in his den. Mm. Oh, uh, well, sorry to interrupt well, again, I... dear, but <laughs> Aunt Effie and I have... There's something that, to tell you. Uh, about this affidavit, honey. Yes, we feel... Oh, yes, no, we no, forget feel... it, forget it, forget it. I've what? already decided to send it to Mother and Dad to sign. They were what? with me and saw me off on that hike, so you don't what? need to worry about signing your name to something that isn't true. <laughs> well, no, stop worrying. Now, run along. Get out of here, both uh, of you. Go well, on now. Dear, it isn't only honey, that. Honey, please, I, just, I don't I mean just... to sound temperamental, but... I mean, where would Shakespeare be today if his family interrupted him all the time, huh? Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, now look, I love you both, but get out. Go on, shoe, scram, get out of here. Boy, Hall. Yes. Well, let's forget the whole thing and trust we've heard the last of it. He is writing, and that's the main thing. Oh, yes. But I'm afraid it's going to be a new experience living with Shakespeare. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Julie Lawrence and is produced by Walter Hart.